This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. The Property Show on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, welcome to The Property Show. I'm Keith Kam. I want to start with a bit of a disclaimer. I did my degree in statistics in university and I am of the school of thought that numbers, data and charts are there to tell us a story, to sort of give us an idea of what a particular trend looks like. It is how we interpret these data that will hopefully guide our decisions going forward. The danger with all of this is the cherry-picking, looking only at information that suits our needs, that can be costly and sometimes even dangerous. Malaysia's Pusat Maklumat Harta Tanah Negara, or National Property Information Centre, also known as NAPIC, is one such government body that deals with numbers, data and charts pertaining to the country's real estate sector. And our guest this week is Nur Hisham Shafi, the director of NAPIC. Hisham, good to have you online this morning. Thank you, thank you. Thank you also for having me here. Hisham, I was wondering if you could tell me what NAPIC is for listeners who are not familiar with it. First of all, National Property Information Centre, or NAPI. Actually, it is at the insistence of a National Economic Action Committee is way back in 1999. So in 1999, because of the recession, mm-hmm. so the government set up an Economic Advisory Council in January 1998. After that, in May 1999, Parliament approved one organisation which come into force by the amendment of Act 242 to at least monitor the growth of the property market. So NAPI is under the purview of Valuation and Property Services Department under Ministry of Finance Malaysia. What kind of work does NAPIC do in general? Basically, we are, I think, the only agency in Malaysia who dealing with uh, property data. So we are the leading source to collect quality data of the property market in either the uh, demand or supply. Mm-hmm. So we are the one who collect and collate the data in providing accurate, comprehensive and timely information regarding property in the country. This data will be used by government agency, developers, property players, and so on who wish to use the data. Same goes like you, you love data, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand what the importance of statistics and data in the job that NAPIC does. I was wondering if you could articulate better how these statistics and data can be used by the government or the other stakeholders in developing plans for the public. So if we, let's say, every year we heard about budget Mm. or sometimes the cooling measures. So all those cooling measures, all those policies by the government, they engage to NAPIC to get the information on the property. So let's say when they introduce, the central bank introduce the cooling measures or the Ministry of Finance want to review the real property gain tax, they will ask for data from NAPIC. So and also the computation of GDP, so they also use uh, some data from NAPIC. And lots of, let's say, when we talk about overhang, when we talk about new launches, so the states, the federal government, they want to browse through the data to see how the property market 
in their area. So for instance, in the case of each state, so they can have a better view of the property in their states. Who typically uses your research and information? Wow, there's a lot. So (laughs) from government agencies, so all the ministry, I think some of them use our data. And also, we also receive a request from local council, Mm. also the state government. And interestingly, Keith, some of the manufacturers use our data. Manufacturers. So let's say the furniture company so or the company who are involved in providing equipment to the house, they want to know which area have new big new launches, supply in that area. So they can really prepare how many houses will start, how many houses to be completed in how many years. So they can really forecast how many uh, they need to provide for that year. See, that's what I meant by, you know, how important data is. It paints such a clear picture for anyone who wants to do business going forward. But yes. the data that you get, how can the public access it? Those days, lah. Uh, most of our data published manually. Mm-hmm. So they must come to our office to flip through all the documents. We publish property market report. We publish stock report. But nowadays, kids, all of them are freely published in the website. Right. Napit2.jpph.gov.my They are freely to browse the data. They are freely to play with the data. So now we are, we are also providing visualization data or open data. So in that visualization data, they can play with, I think, more than 50 dashboard from the property stock, property status, property index. So all the data or the graph, all the tables, they can drill into mm. which state, which district. So what type of property they are looking into, maybe their interest in service apartment or their interest in detached terrace houses. So which area, which district. Currently, our system, our data only up to the district level. But they can play with the data, they can play with the graph. They can play with the table and maybe if they think that they have other need, other requests, they can come and propose to us and we will consider. Oh, that is so cool. I'm going to check it out later. Talking about your data, right? Hisham, the saying is basically garbage in, garbage out, right? What you obtain is only as good and accurate as the raw information that you obtain. Before we get into that, how do you obtain all the raw data that you use? Yeah, that's a very interesting question because it takes a lot of cooperation Mm -hmm. because we are governed by the ad under the first schedule. A lot of data provider we need to engage, we need to consult. So we have in the uh, schedule, we have Form A up to form more than 20 forms. So most of them is for surely the developers from local authorities, from Bank Negara, mm. from KPKT, land office, estate agent, hoteliers, property managers, and also from the government agencies like uh, LHDN. So all of this data provider, we need to engage, we need to emphasize on them how important the data for us because the data is not only for us to collect and publish, it's also for the sake of developing our country, developing the nation to help the users of the data, maybe to make policies, to make the decision with the accurate and reliable data. How did data collecting work during the COVID-19 years with the PKP, the MCOs? 
Wow, this is really uh, really tough time. I think also same goes to you, Keith. Yeah, huh? definitely. During, <laughs> during the MCO, we cannot go anywhere and mm-hmm. all close. Basically, our data collecting because NAPIC works by circulating requests online. Okay. So most of the requests, we can do it online. We can circulate the request by email. We can circulate the forms by email because our publication by queue, by quarter. So every quarter, right. we issue the letter, we issue the email as usual. But unfortunately, because of the PKP, so work from home, so maybe some of the feedbacks are not there. So maybe some of the forms, either they reply with no no movement, let's say sales performance. By from B, they need to submit to us the sales performance. Maybe because of the MCO, so none of the properties are sold. So no feedback. So maybe if there is a feedback, it's no sales. Right. And also after the government opened the border, so we need to work double. We must double our work to re-inspect, recheck all the properties. So by that time, all the new, all the forms as completely being submitted by our data provider. And then we need to double check all right. the data. Speed is also important, right? When it comes to getting data. I mean, how do you balance that accuracy and speed? The speed must be there. Yeah. Because every year we have a time frame to fulfill. Let's say the property market report, we, we cannot go too long to launch our property market report. Mm-hmm. So normally we will launch the property market report early March. But, on the same time, we must make sure that all of the our data is really accurate. So in our office, we have a few level of data cleaning. So we start from system data cleaning and then the eyeball checking and then the checking again. So a few level of checking to make sure that all the data received are accurate. And also now, luckily, we have a system, mm. a system to make sure that no data published is incorrect. So make sure that our data is uh, in order. So we are providing the accurate and reliable data to the public. On the Property Show this week is the Director of Malaysia's National Property Information Centre or NAPIC, Norhisham Shafi'i. On the other side of the break, we find out what NAPIC plans to do to improve its data collection going forward. BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, welcome back to the Property Show, where this time we are talking about how important data is in planning, especially when it comes to the nation's property sector. We have on the line Norhisham Shafi'i, the Director of Malaysia's National Property Information Centre or NAPIC. Hisham, who uses NAPIC's information and what can they be used for? Yeah, a lot of users use our information. So, of course, the government itself, the federal, the states, local councils, and also the developers. Uh, why the developers want to use our data? Because they can see the mismatch by doing by looking at this mismatch, the uh, new launches, the overhang, the answer. So they can properly do their market study so to avoid the mismatch happen. And also, I think all the property players use our data. For instance, valuers, mm. estate agents, property managers, private researchers. And one of the interesting uh, part is, uh, I think 
the students always comes to our office or to our uh, web to look for the data needed to complete their dissertation. Not only uh, locally, uh, we also receive requests from overseas kids. Oh, wow. So, uh, so they also uh, request our data, uh, sometimes from the World Bank. So because in computation, property cycle, maybe the property performance to compare from each country. So we are, we are the, as I said earlier, we are the sole agency uh, providing data property in the government to them. Because we have, I think, the transaction data alone, we have more than 8 million data. Mm. So apart from the other data, like a stock data, status data. So that's why I think a lot of, like I said, even the developers not only looking into their performance, also for the, those suppliers, they want to see our data to see what prospect they have in certain area. Isham, I was just wondering, do you guys, does NAPIC collaborate with any of your counterparts from other countries, similar bodies that do the same work that you do and maybe you guys can share best practices? Uh, yeah, um, currently we are engaging with Indonesia because sometimes there's certain fields they are good in and certain fields we are good in, especially in data collecting. We in Malaysia, we start uh, way back 1999 from the establishment of NAPIC. So a lot of countries, uh, they want to see how we collect the data, how we collate and how we publish the data. Because we, I think we have more than 10 publications. So mm -hmm. every year we have a property market report, stock report, status report, Malaysia house price index. We also have index for purpose built office. Right. We have index for shopping complex. So this kind of data some of our counterpart, some of our friends outside in other countries, they want to also look into this kind of publication to help them to also similarly duplicate this kind of publication to their country. How frequent are these publications that NAPIC produces? Normally, our publication by queue. So first quarter, second quarter, third quarter and fourth quarter. But we have a very big event every year to launch the full report early March. So that's when we will launch the full year property market report. So let's say this year, early March, we will publish the property market report in 2023, plus the other seven reports, as I mentioned earlier, the stock report, mm. the status report, the index report, and so on. Do they contain information about your analysis, what you might expect going forward? Uh, because NAPIC, because we are not doing a thorough research, mm. uh, one of the main, our main uh, role is to collect and publish the data. Right. Uh, we are not doing really a thorough research as what has been done by the researcher. So what we have published will be used by researcher, either from the government researcher or the private researcher, to interpret the market. Right. So you don't do any data interpretation in this case, right? Yeah. I noticed that NAPIC also has a new portal. I wonder if you could tell me a little bit more about this. Yeah. Thank you. Last year, we have launched our new portal. This is, I can say, is quite, is really a modern and friendly portal where we are get rid of this classic type of portal. In our portal, we want to publish all the data freely mm. to our public. 
as for you, Keith, you love the data. <laughs> yes. So you are not bothered to see the data in Excel or in table form. But for many of the laymen, they are quite boring to see the data in table form. So what's interesting in our new portal, we publish the data in a very interactive way. Okay. In the graph, uh, in the uh, type of chart. So an interesting, not a static table. Mm. So they can use the table. They can customize by picking which half year they want, which yeah. quarter they want to see. They want to compare which state, which district. So that's really interesting for them to browse through our web. Isham, I just want to pick your brains on this one because recently the real estate agency CBRE WTW, they did comment that they believe NAPIC might need to relook at how you categorize public data and information because of the of how the data collection is, you know, maybe a bit too too general. Uh, the the example they gave was on property overhang, which they say is not quite so accurate. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think this comment came out uh, early this year uh, mm. during a press conference. And also, um, uh, I can see uh, that because uh, most of the overhand data, uh, sometimes after we split it, we can see most of the overhang is sometimes more than five years and above. Mm. But we cannot uh, simply write off all the data because it's still overhang, right? That's right. It's still, the, the property is still there. So maybe what we can help is uh, by giving the data by maybe a certain period. So they know from one to three years, how many? From three to five years, how many? From five to 10 years, how many? So they can anticipate that, okay, this one or this this area is long time already overhang for a, or a long time ago. So this is a new area. No area. This is a new overhang. But we also, interestingly, we want to have a new engagement with our property players, uh, maybe in uh, these few months, to see how how to improve our definition, how to improve our publication. Finally, Hisham, I was just thinking with NAPIC, right, uh, a lot of what you do is data entry and processing and analysis. How do you see AI helping you out? Yeah, we are really, really must go into this AI. I better say that because uh, AI is really help us a lot in providing a very friendly interface to the user. So there are no need to see data in the single number. They can see data, they can do the the range, they can see the whatever they want to see, the AI can produce to them. But as a valuer by profession, as a professional, so I'm also looking into another angle that AI does not provide decision for us. So AI for sure can provide every angle of data we want, every type of view we want to see. So maybe this area, uh, what's good, this area was not. Uh, maybe that area, how much the suitable property price, how much the rental. AI can do that for us. But we still need a touch from professional. Mm. So uh, for for instance, let's say to determine the property's price, to determine the reasonable rental, reasonable price. We, I'm also still feeling that we need professional touch, uh, people. Yeah. Apart from AI is very good. AI is really helpful. So 
the professional touch after that to decide what is the really the final figure for that type of property. And is it difficult getting the right kind of people to do that work? You no, know, I think it is. Um, now we have a lot in Malaysia. If you browse through with our uh, board of valuer, appraiser, estate agent, and property managers Malaysia website, you can easily find uh, these people who are really professional and they can give a really good and accurate advice in terms of the property market. No, Hisham Shafi, fascinating chat with you. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you okay, for having me here. On the property show today was the director of Malaysia's National Property Information Centre on NAPIC, Norhisham Shafi'i, talking about this agency's role in keeping track of Malaysia's property development sector. If you've missed any part of this conversation, download the podcast on the BFM app or from bfm.my. You can also get us on Spotify. I'm Keith Kam for BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.